0: Come on in. The listening is fine. It's the Carolina Outdoors Program. I'm your host, Bill barty talking about things going on in the world of outdoors and beyond. This is going to be part of the beyond because we're celebrating back to school, believe it or not. It seems like the whole month of August we've been celebrating back to school. But I'm not sure if you know that uh, there is a law. In North Carolina that dictates that back to school happens after August the 25th. Now, many other uh, of the area uh, has already started school, in fact, all the way including early August. However, Charlotte Mecklenburg and, and the starts on Monday, which is after August the 25th. It's because of the state legislature and also the tourism of North Carolina, which whether you're talking about the North Carolina mountains, which we love to talk about here on the Carolina Outdoors because it's a great escape to get up there and enjoy hiking, biking, fishing, and all the other sports that you can do outdoors in the mountains as well as the resorts and coastal communities uh, that way in the eastern part of the state uh, to keep tourism up throughout the month of August, which is a huge tourism season in both Carolinas, but uh, in North Carolina, they passed a law uh, saying that you could not begin school until after August 25th. Now, in the news lately have been several of uh, different counties, including Cabarrus County, that have uh, been pushing that state law. They opened up before the 25th, but uh, that is why school starts uh, after August 25th in the Charlotte-Mecklenburg and North Carolina system. Uh, It's also why we at Jesse Brown's, and here on the Carolina Outdoors as well, talk a lot about back to school during the month of August. We'll start talking about tailgate season as well. If you missed the conversation about high school football in the Charlotte area, head over to Highlights of the Carolina Outdoors podcast, where we interviewed Langston Wirtz Jr. of the Charlotte Observer last week on the program, kind of giving a lay of the land of what's happening uh, in our area football families uh, in each schools in this area. A lot going on uh, in the Charlotte Observer with the Charlotte Observer, and we're also uh, going to be sticking with the theme of speaking to people from the Charlotte Observer because Joe Marysak going to come on the Carolina Outdoors and tell us about a certain kayak trip that he did on a tiny North Carolina lake during the month of August. We're going to find out what the name of this area lake is and all the fun that was had as well. Uh, We're also going to head off to Williamsport, Pennsylvania uh, in just a moment. And something's going on there as well because they are putting the second, 62nd person is going to be enshrined In the Little League Hall of Excellence is what it's called. And this person that is being enshrined is from North Carolina. In fact, a graduate of the Northwest Forsyth Little League was Stuart Scott. Now, Stuart Scott is one of the most iconic personalities from ESPN. Of course, uh, uh, Scott passed away in 2015 from cancer. Um, but he uh, moved to uh, Forsyth County as a child. His family moved there, and um, and he played Little League baseball at for, uh, Northwest Forsyth Little League. His daughters are going to be on hand accepting the honor in their father's behalf. And Little League, uh, there was a quote, the Little League Hall of Excellence shines a spotlight on the graduates of our program that have gone on to be role models for, for the millions of children who participate in the program in communities around the world, said Stephen Johnson, uh, the Little League International Board of Directors chairman. Uh, of course, Scott has uh, been celebrated um, in his career at ESPN. He came from Chicago but moved to North Carolina uh, to the Winston-Salem area, Uh Worked at uh, Chapel Hill in media and then uh, local news. And then in 1993, the day the network launched, he was on ESPN2. Keeping with the theme of Little League World Series, we have a man on the ground there. We're going to go find out from Lee Clinton what's happening in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, with the youth, with the coaches, and with the major leaguers. Oh, yeah, and the weather All of that and more on the Carolina Outdoors. Are you going for a walk, a hike, a travel trip? Make sure that you have the right shoes, sandals, and boots for the trip, and make sure that they fit. Jesse Browns has an expert team of footwear fitters that will help make your endeavor feel better from the bottom of your feet and up. Placement in the right category and the right size keep you looking And feeling good, Mortimer, in the right shoes. Stop by jessebrowns.com or the brick and mortar in the shopping district of Charlotte South Park area to get your newest, most favorite adventure footwear from Jesse Browns. Oh, this is always one of my favorite conversations. Because it's a time to celebrate one of the heritage sports of America, baseball. Actually, we're celebrating this around the world because it's the Little League World Series taking place in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, each August. It's the 76th year in Williamsport for the Little League World Series, and our friend, local man Lee Clinton is going to jump on the program because he always takes his place as a part of the grounds crew for this annual event, and this year is no different. We're bringing him on right now, Lee Clinton Welcome to the Carolina Outdoors.
1: Thank you, Bill. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, listen, we're going to jump in this thing feet first because you've been up there doing this. You're going to have to correct me, though, but for at least a decade or more, um, how many how many fields are you working during your week working the grounds crew at the Little League World Series?
1: Well, I'll, I help work on all the uh, practice fields, and there's uh, two, three, five of those, and... Uh, Most of my time is spent at Lomity Stadium where the uh, American teams play.
0: Uh Well, and just so you know, well, before I get into that, your fan club down here as well. Normally we get to see you, your fan club because it's televised via ESPN, so if you want to just watch good, clean baseball in its most innocent form, these uh, 10-, 11-, 12-year-olds that are playing in the Little League World Series are putting it all out there. But, Lee, you and the team, we get to see you during bad weather when you have to get out there and cover the – Cover the the bring the tarp across and do all that sort of stuff in previous years. Lee, tell us about the weather because this year we have not gotten to see you as much as we would have liked.
1: Well, the weather's been uh, been really really good. Um, there was some rain before I got here. I got here on Friday,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, there's there was some rain the night before. It was pretty bad, a couple of inches. I think they had to. Uh, Oh. Canceled the game. Well, they ended the game short, four innings. But other than that, uh, until today, we just pulled the tarp. This, uh, last night had a few showers overnight. Pulled it. Pulled it again this morning. And uh, but other than that, it's been good.
0: Now, Lee, you know, full time down there at Clover, South Carolina District Two. Tell us about, which I need to say, is uh, world-class facilities. I mean, District 2 has the nicest of nice going on as far as grounds and that sort of stuff in Clover. But how does it compare that job versus the job that you do uh, one week out of the year in Williamsport uh, from just a facilities standpoint?
1: Well, this both facilities at uh, Clover, I mean, both facilities are A one, but this is more of a stadium setting, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and this is all we do fields. And for the school district, we may get pulled in to do something, you know, with the other maintenance that takes us away from the fields time to time. But here, all we do is fields, and it's it's treated just like a major league major league game was going on because, we'll take up the lines between games, put down new lines. In the high school we'll paint one time and that's it, you know, until dragging, we drag but uh third inning. I mean it's just treated like major leagues here.
0: Yeah, well and speaking of major leagues, uh uh, two major league teams showed up, and I don't know if you schedule your week to work up there w- when they're, they're coming through, but they are there, were there during your time there. The Washington Nationals and the Philadelphia Phillies played up there in Williamsport. It's become a tradition up there. Uh, the major leaguers um, w- attend the World Series games early in the day before they play, and then the Little League World Series players and their families. Go over to Muncie Bank Ballpark at Bowman Field that you mentioned for the Little League, uh, for the MLB Little League Classic game. Lee, do you get a chance to mix and mingle with the big leaguers or the little leaguers, and/or do you get to uh, go watch the game? And lastly, who does the fields for the major league game?
1: Well, they have the own crew over there. We, uh, we don't we don't have to do anything there, um, but we do get to mingle. Uh, all our schedule here at Little League is uh, r- around the Major League game, so we start all our games Sunday early for that game. Uh, the Major League teams come in here; they're on the field with us. I mean, we're right there with them, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it's great to see the Little Leaguers and the Major Leaguers interact like they do. I mean, they're, they're both they're asking each other for autographs, <laughs> and uh, it, it's pretty cool to see. And I think Bryce Harper gave one of the little leaguers his uh, bat that he used in that game. Oh. So it, it's a cool deal, and, and we get to go. They give the grounds crew tickets, so we sit right behind the uh, North Dakota team, four rows up from the field. So it, it, it's a real, really neat experience.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! Well, um, as I mentioned, your fan club uh, down here in the Carolinas are watching for you. Not that we're hoping for rain, but we uh, always like when you uh, when you get to rake the infield or, or do whatever you do, or get a little bit of screen time. Uh, for our listeners out there, this is Lee Clinton from Clover, South Carolina, who works through the through the week anyway at District Number Two there in Clover. Um, where tj and i are both from tj thumbs up over on the other side of the glass there but lee um do you get to get out there and have fun is it all work um our listeners can listen to you on the podcast if they type in lee clinton on highlights of the carolina outdoors because in previous conversations you've talked about you know uh, the the way how good you all eat during at your house that you rent during the time but do you have a chance to enjoy Williamsport besides just working when you're up there that week?
1: Not really. The, mm-hmm. the only time that we really leave the uh, leave the campus here at Little League is when we go to the uh, the major league game. Yeah, but we we're we stay pretty busy. Uh, we go from six thirty in the morning, and th- this year hadn't been too bad. We hadn't had no real late nights. We usually get in around ten. And uh, by the time you shower, and it's, before you know it, it's time to go again.
0: We've learned in other conversations, y'all have kind of built a team. Do you add any new people during your week of working up there at Williamsport, Pennsylvania, who are um, who are new to the team, or is it the same old group that you've become friends with and work with?
1: Most of them are the same group. We've added. Uh, I think there's two or three that's new this year. One from Colorado, one from uh, New York State, and. Uh, so they come in, and, and it's sort of in stages. I'm in the middle, so there's one, some that's been before me, and then I come in, our group, and we sort of intermingle, the teams do. So I know most everybody and work with most everybody for, like I said, eight to ten years now.
0: Well, it's, uh, at least te- television time, the fields look beautiful. I don't know if uh, this year, because of the rain that came in in bits and pieces uh, as opposed to prior years, but they look impeccable out there. So uh, just know, uh, you know, not to do anything weird while you're out there on the field because people are watching you on ESPN during the Little League yeah. World Series.
1: Yeah, I'm actually in center field now, talking to y'all. We uh, we had to we pulled the tarp this morning, and we pulled the tarp off, and it we had to pull the tarp back on. A little light shower come through, so now we're getting ready for Mexico and out, uh, and we had to get everything ready. So we we're about ready to play ball here.
0: Well, hey, get out there and tell that umpire to to pull the trigger, play ball. And Lee, thank you for making it enjoyable for us watching it from home, as well as for the players and the people who are up there in Williamsport, but most especially, thanks for your time here on the Carolina Outdoors. We love getting you on here to find out what's happening up there in this iconic uh, annual game that's been going on. As we said, this is the 76th year of the Little League World Series.
1: It's an experience like no other, and you just can't explain what it's all about up here, but... I appreciate y'all having me on, and uh, hopefully we'll do it again next year.
0: Count us in. We're always glad to have Lee Clinton on the program, groundskeeper for the Little League World Series, helping tell us what's happening down here in the Carolinas. It's always fun. Uh, Of course, uh, as I mentioned, uh, Stuart Scott from Winston-Salem area being honored, the late Stuart Scott being honored, as well as having a Carolinian Lee Clinton joining the program helping make the grounds look good up there in Williamsport. I'm Bill Bartee, your host of the Carolina Outdoors. We're going to take a quick break, come back on the other side.